Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug, and Justin is not here. But don't worry. Don't you fret. He's safe and well. Getting a nice golden tan down in the southern regions of his body. Uh, But more on that in a second. Uh, Joining me back once again to fill in for Justin is the one, the only, the mighty, the attractive, the curious, the courageous, the admirable, the adorable, Seth Trammell. Seth, welcome back. Doug, thank you. And that's one hell of an intro. Probably the best I've ever had in my life. That's that's a little bit of salt on that uh on that intro. Hey, when you give some sugar, you have to add some salt for contrast. <laughs> I learned that watching YouTube videos. Yeah. That the only and you, you as a YouTube cook, videos? you know that as well. You know that's a truth. Well, yeah, salty sweet, that's a great contrast. That's right. Wouldn't it be great, though, if every time that you went to pour salt out, it just made fart noises? Oh, my God. That would be... I tell you what, speaking of fart noises, there's something I have been... we never do here. Something we never do here. There is a health clinic right by my house, like just like a minute drive from my house, where they do abortions. Dun, dun, dun. And every day... Dynasty, are you gonna loop this back around? Oh, trust me, I got I've got a plan. Stay with me, stay with me, gang. So I will concoct these mad fantasies in my mind. And every time I drive by there, it's always a bunch of old white people with nothing better to do who are out there like protesting this place. They put up a bunch of dumbass signs, they yell at people that go in there, and it's I find it incredibly obnoxious. When I first moved here, like five years ago, I was like, you know what? Good on those people. They're exercising their right, their freedom of speech, and so on and so forth. But as time has gone on, I was like, you know what? Fuck those people. Fuck them for being a bunch of dumb pieces of shit. And I have this fantasy, and I've started concocting this, and I've, I've started to try and figure out how. I was like, you know, because I'm sure they get people swearing at them all the time. I'm sure people, you know. They deserve it. Flip their flip the bird at them and whatever they're used to. Sometimes they're really annoying and they'll wave at you as you drive by. And I'd make the jerk off hand motion to them because I'm like, listen, I live here. I, you don't need to fucking wave at me. All right. I don't need you. Now, wait. So you do the jerk off hand, but couldn't that also be like, yay, hold a picket sign with one hand? Yeah, that's what yeah, I do. One handed yeah. picket sign. Yeah. 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 I'm just, just, I'm just like, mm, okay. Yeah. Get out of here. So what I really want to do. I technically have Bluetooth in my car, but I can't get it to work. What I really want to do is hook up my speaker, and I want to drive by slow, and I want to play a whole, like, all of these fart noises every time I drive by. I want to just, like, that's going to be, like, my ridiculous protest, and just just hit him with, you know, just all sorts of fart noises, and I want to do it every single day, because... My thought is, at first, they'll be like, well, that's weird. And then I'll just do it all the time to represent what they're doing all the time. And I'm hoping, over time, I'll start to wear on them. Where here comes the fart mobile, right? Here comes the guy who, and I'll wave as I do it, just hit all the fart buttons. Just, 
just all the good stuff. And I always, always, always want to, you know, I want to throw in the, you know, the, 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 the big one, you know, and then, um, then I always want to end with this one, the grand finale. And that's I remember just when we, when we recorded that. Yes. And I just want to like, that's, that's going to be my form of protest. And I want to, I want to make this happen. Couple questions. Follow yes. Ups. One. All right. So you're talking about taking along a Bluetooth speaker with you, mm-hmm. like a portable Bluetooth speaker, and and blasting that out your window. Yeah. You got a bullhorn? See, Jill said the same thing about a bullhorn, and no, I don't. I don't have one. <laughs> I think it's worth the investment if this is if if this is your dream, Doug. <laughs> then I think I have know, a dream. <laughs> Don't rely on a, because really, like once that sound from from that Bluetooth speaker, once you get it out in the open air, it, it's these things aren't great at projecting on the directionally, right? Yeah, they're not. They're good for small spaces. That's where the bullhorn makes it all possible. You got that little, you got that little like um, microphone or not microphone, like the little um, little CB radio handheld thing that you can have right next to your your fart generator and you just you just push the button down and boop boop and keep boop, in mind boop, i gotta boop. be driving while i do this you know mm-hmm. so to hook this thing up and like half what do i gotta do hold down the thing and i'm driving i was like that, that that's that's dangerous man that's super dangerous you could you could absolutely rig a bracket so that way that, that i don't think megaphone. i don't think you can say that seth i don't think you can. rig a bracket yeah you can <laughs> whoa someone's getting canceled ha <laughs> ha that way, that that bullhorn, that megaphone is facing out your window, and all you're doing, you got you got got your probably your phone, probably that's where you keep your farts, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll find. We all keep, I'll, we all keep I'll, our farts I'll, on our I'll phone. St- I'll store them there, you know. Right? You can. There's several apps that you can purchase with farts, mm-hmm. um, if you don't already own them. <laughs> um, and so it's got that little, you know, it's got the little cable, it's got the little CB mic, mm-hmm. so you got that right next to you. You're not having to lean over nothing. You just get, you just put the farts on on loop. You hold down the CB mic button and just blast out your window as you go by. Make it a family event. Have right. Somebody in the passenger seat. Yeah. Running the farts for you. Make it, you know, make it really suspenseful. <laughs> that was not the suspenseful one. <laughs> it is not. There it is. There's the suspenseful one. <laughs> I got exactly. it mixed up. And then the next step, Doug, is that you just, you, you grab your, you grab your speaker, your bullhorn, whatever you're doing. Grab a lawn chair, and you go camp. You go camp right. You get you go post up next to him, and you just you just play farts like it's not like like you're like you're playing classical music, <laughs> and you just sit there and you just absorb everything that they had, and you just let them loose. Well, I can get that's, a forty-five watt, two thousand yard sound range PA bullhorn for a low low price of two hundred and twenty-two dollars. <laughs> there you go, two thousand. Yard, dude, that thing will get their attention. Put it on the Kickstarter. <laughs> hey, you know what, guys? Check out the link Patreon. in the description down below. Join our Patreon. Check out our merch at RedBubble.com. If we meet this goal, you will get videos of this. I will say, you know what? Exclusive I will make this content. commitment. I will make this commitment. If we can raise two hundred and twenty-two dollars, <laughs> I will go to the effort of recording myself. <laughs> Doing the fart bullhorn at the uh, at the pro life people. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. 
Get just... to the Patreon now. <laughs> Put in your donations, and this content is yours. This it's is all it takes. Yeah, all it's it all it takes. takes. If if twenty people donate ten dollars, we're pretty much there. Right. If Ten people donate twenty dollars, we're there. You know. If one hundred people donate two dollars, we're there. If forty five, if forty five people do five dollars, that's probably more than enough. You know. If seventeen people do thirty seven fifty, we're there. You know. We're beyond there. We're there, man. And Let's I will make that a Patreon-exclusive video, too. That will only go to you if you support that. That's what will happen. So, Because mm-hmm. you deserve it. You'll get first We're look. finally figuring out these tiers. Finally. We're making it, we're making it happen. We're making it happen. That, are you a golden fart bullhorn? <laughs> Did you? I will give you an emoji. Are you, I will give you, you a are special... Are you a silver ro- fart Bluetooth speaker? I will, I will give you a special role in Discord that notates that you donated to the Fart Bullhorn Initiative. <laughs> you will get special soundboard privileges in the voice channels Look to that. play the farts of your choosing. You will get to put the farts on the fart playlist. That's right. Look, at who wants... I mean, this is power. At the diamond fart bullhorn level, you get... <laughs> you can record your own farts and put them in there. Exactly. Listen, this is power that you couldn't get from the One Ring. That was forged in Mount Doom by Sauron himself. I mean, he couldn't even conceive of power of this magnitude with all the malice and hatred that he poured into the ring, the one ring to rule them all. Even that ring couldn't give you this kind of power. Those dipshits sitting out in front of the abortion clinic are full of twice as much malice and hatred Yeah, as Sauron ever imagined. Exactly. And this is how we fight back. We fight back with farts. That sounds like a slogan. If I've ever heard one, fight back with farts, you know, come on down. To and the, I'll say this, Chicago suburbs where we got whatever we farts. get an excess of what's needed for the bullhorn. I will donate to an organization that to that clinic to be like, I support you in my own way. Enjoy you buy the them fart. their own fart bullhorn to post outside of their building to keep up the good work while you're not driving. Because I do see people there that are like countering them. That and I always see that there's like some sort of shouting match, and I'd love to be out there with them, be like, real quick, let me take care of this. And I, if I actually had one loaded in the chamber, just be like, you know, just right out there, just be like, you know what? It maybe maybe even goes. Have you seen that fart spray? Oh yeah. Like maybe maybe we take it to the shit. Maybe we we engage in a little chemical warfare. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You soak a few rags and fart spray. Oh my god, dude, that's like Chuck worse than skunk. Ugh. Right. Like, I've I, some of the reactions I've seen. I mean, yeah. obviously they're on like TikTok, which yeah. I don't actually have TikTok. I have Instagram, which is like three levels away from TikTok. It's like where TikTok videos go after they stop performing on TikTok. It's true. That's totally fine because it's owned by Meta, so you know it's legit. It's good. You know. But some of those reactions, they <laughs> seem like wow, this is this stuff's potent, or these people are not the worst actors ever i've I, the, what, the favorite thing i've seen is someone puts on like one of those dino costumes you know and then someone it's like the puts the fart, it, the, someone puts yep. the fart spray in there and then the person is like struggling very quickly to get out because it just reeks like fart spray in their suit and they're just like Argh! see my favorite toy is the one where it's like the old southern guy mm-hmm. who like is in in like in like the duck blind or the deer blind <laughs> And like the one guy that's like, oh man, my stomach. And he's like, yeah. And then the guy, and then like he's like 
blocking the door. Yeah. And the other guy's like, man, the fuck you do? <laughs> What'd you eat? And like, they're just like, they're gagging. Like, but it's the person who sprays it never seems to be gagging as hard as the person who it's intended for. Maybe they're prepared for it. Maybe that's the is thing. That what and it be, is? And like, because I think it's a mental thing. You're prepared. You know, it's not real. Whereas if you don't know it's real and you smell that, you're like, what the fuck is going on here? You know? Like if you're about to like like if you got some lemon juice like you're gonna take like a shot of just like pure lemon juice like you right. know what you're in for right but, like if somebody like slips you lemon juice and you weren't ready for it, it's like oh, twice as powerful the expectation is there you know I'm gonna get drink a glass of water but it's like infused with cucumber I'm gonna be like there's something wrong with this water <laughs> you know it's all about expectation you know right you think you're getting a sprite but instead you got crystal Pepsi yeah or you think you're getting a sprite and you get like Lacroix and you're just like there's no flavor in this at all you know. Or Never you're like me, life. years ago, you thought you were getting a Diet Pepsi and you got a mouthful of Miller Lite. Big difference, you know? That feels like a story. Yeah, it's a quick one. I, I, my <laughs> sister, I thought I was drinking Diet Pepsi, turned out it was Miller yeah, Lite. Yeah, my dad boned his mom. All right, it's a short story. Um, you know, it's a... <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, was, I had my sister-in-law and brother-in-law in town and they had a cooler and it was dark outside. We were having a fire. I went over, thought I grabbed a Diet Pepsi, brought back down, cracked it open, took a big old swig, swished it around my mouth, accepting that sweet, sweet nectar of the Diet Pepsi, and I was like, this, and I swallowed, I'm like, that didn't taste like Diet Pepsi at all, and I looked down, I'm like, this is a Miller Lite! I was like, I don't like this at all. For the record, if you don't know, I don't drink. So that was yeah. double. For the record, if you don't know, Miller Lite isn't good even if you like beer. Exactly. So I've heard. So I've heard. Yeah. One of my one of my favorite stories that was, I think, by accident is I went out to eat with a friend years ago. And we were at this restaurant and, this, and he, he asked for, I think it was either a, a Bud Light or a Miller Lite. And the waiter, it was loud. The waiter couldn't hear him. He goes, oh, you'd like a water? And I laughed my ass off because even I, who don't drink, I understand like that's so watered down. And we laughed really hard. He's like, "What?" He was like, "He said like a Miller Lite." He goes, "Oh, I'm sorry." And I was like, "No, that's funny." The waiter was yeah. German. The waiter was German for sure. Yeah, his name was. That's the joke they make over there that Americans have three types of water. His name was Dank Googlehausen. So I think you're right. Dank Googlehausen. Now that's a Dutch name if ever I heard. <laughs> no, that's totally German. Googlehausen. I mean, come on. Google Guys, <laughs> okay, speaking of Housens, House von Google. House von Google. Uh, one of my favorite things that Jill and I did uh, when we were in Disney World anal. Uh, at Anal. Not quite. <laughs> we're saving that for our 50th anniversary. <laughs> as, <over>. as is tradition. <laughs> um, at Epcot in Germany, there's like this little, like, you know, little train area like little miniature trains and there's also a restroom over there and for one in one trip like that was the go-to spot where i had to poop like i was like oh my god we got to get over to germany because i have to take a poop like we were over there and i was just like we were close to it i have to do it so i nicknamed it the poopenhausen so <laughs> whenever we go by we're like hey it's the poopenhausen like that's just what, what we named it so fun stuff <laughs> these are the landmarks that 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 we recall, that we remember the most vividly. Yeah, it's an inside joke that continues to this day. So, which I'm very proud of. Do you have any family inside jokes? Poop spots? Not necessarily poop spots, but just like inside I mean, jokes. We do. Yeah. Well, it's okay. In Chicago. Oh, you've got a Chicago poop stop. Yep. So when my wife and I were first getting together, we um, took a cross country road trip. Mm-hmm. 
And one of the stops was in Chicago to meet up with and stay with uh, Andrew Timothy Dahl. Ah, I don't um, think that's his name. I think his middle name is, uh, what was it? Tychondrius? Yeah. Bertram? Yeah. So anyway... Uh, we're, we're walking around Chicago. Drew, I think had to, had a job or something. He worked at some dumbass place with some dumbass people. Probably Probably did <laughs> SMS or something. I don't know. I don't know actually where he was working back then. I was this like, was... wait, 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 wait. Cause, th- cause here's what this means. It could have been, it could have been the hotel. It could have been assignment desk or it could have been SMS because those were three so jobs. It would have been about 12 years ago. So 2000. 12, 13? Yeah. That would have been the assignment desk days. Dude. Assignment desk. Okay. That means you were already in the orbit of Justin and me. Yeah, I was... Right. I passed... Like, I was like a comet that passed through your Kuiper belt. Oh. Um, And uh, so, yeah, he had his job. So we, we were exploring the city. And I don't know shit about the city. So we're just walking around. And Christy has to go to the bathroom. And... It gets to emergency point, and like we like, it's like we don't know what like. There's no public restrooms, and so mm-hmm. our our anchor became Starbucks. Uh-huh. There's just one particular Starbucks, but Starbucks is very like, oh, are you a customer? Because customers can use the restroom. Yeah, and so we ended up buying a coffee just to use the restroom, and then carrying the coffee cup with us for the rest of the day, empty to have access to any other Starbucks we might pass because the bathroom oh. breaks became more frequent. Like it, it became, like it was an issue that was developing. I think because we had South Loop Burgers uh. the night before, and yes, so the Starbucks Cup became our 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 entry pass to all the city's Starbucks. And so basically, Chicago Starbucks are our pooping house. That's great. I thought you were say we kept the empty cups so that we could shit on the go. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> You know what? Make that's, our own espresso. That's pretty. That's pretty. Many are like, hey, if we have to poop or, or or piss, we're covered. We got this covered right here. Far more elegant. <laughs> it was a memorable experience. Drew and I don't talk much anymore, but it was pretty enjoyable. Drew, keep an eye out. I'm His going in this alley. For some I gotta go behind this tree. It's just, who's going to hold the cup for me? Hold it yourself. I need someone to hold the cup for me. I'm going to lose my what balance. Is a, what is that, a Wendy's cup? Get that shit out of my face. <laughs> it doesn't have the, that doesn't have the strength to hold what I'm about to lay down. Oh, my God. I'm going to need two hands to brace myself. You Get need to hold the cup. cup. Would you hold the cup for Christy? Would you hold the cup for your wife? I would have to. Uh, mm, come on now. I would. I would have to. Would you do I'd it? I would do it. You would do it? Absolutely. That would be hilarious. I mean, all right. So we just came back from vacation. Yeah. Okay. Tell me. How did you help her poop then? I didn't. (laughs) But it was our five-year-old's first road trip. So Mm -hmm. it was like, this is a 10, 11-hour drive down south. And I made the brilliant choice, brilliant in my mind, that we were going to leave at 2 a.m. Oh. So here's the reason why. First off, our check-in uh, at the place where we were staying, it was 3 p.m. So by my calculations, that would get us into town right around the time when our check-in would be. So we'd have maximum time in our Airbnb. Also, we live on the I-95 corridor, and that's what we take down. So that means we have to go through Philly, Baltimore, D.C., Richmond, 
to get down there. These places are, if you don't know it, hell holes mm-hmm. to drive through. So I'm like, look, if we catch that shit early Saturday morning, nobody's out. We get an easy, and that part was true. But what we didn't bargain for is once we got into Virginia, we were, we were trying to get gas. And the five-year-old, we woke her up like, hey, you want to try and go pee? Let's try and go pee. So she gets all like, like, you know when like you've decided like, yeah, I'm going to go pee? Mm-hmm. And then like, even if you didn't have to, like you decided like, okay, yeah, now it's happening. So we go up to the gas station. Dude's asleep on the inside. This is like four in the morning. Oh, no. Doesn't wake up. He, doors are locked. We can't get in. So now we're stuck. And she's like, this is happening. So I take her around to the back of the gas station. And I'm like trying to get a like I'm just like kind of trying to like hold her up and just like because she doesn't know how to to do the proper like you know the the, the push up position. Squat. And um, no, I end up getting pissed all over. <laughs> she couldn't wait. It the wait, pants exp- got down. My hands are still. It's just like she ends up peeing all over herself and, oh. and me. And it was so much fun to get back in the car after that and have her sit in it. <laughs> No, we, we obviously like, packed Guess what you clothes. get to do, you dumb dumb? You get to sit in this. You get to sit in your filth. <laughs> I'm a good dad. Parent here. <laughs> right there. I'm a cool dad. <laughs> I'm a cool dad. I Jill, Jill, I learned this from one of Jill's friends in college. I, I, did you ever hear about the push-up position for ladies? When they you have to pee, said that as yeah. though it were something I should know. And yeah, I you just you just brush it off. Now like, you're making it like it's real. It is. It is a real thing. Oh. Yeah, you're like, oh, he's joking. No, like my understanding is that apparently Jill witnessed a, a, a woman do this in college where they were at a party. She had to pee. She just like pulled down her pants, got in the push-up position, spread her legs, and then just peed. And I was like, that seems pretty ingenious, you know. So you don't have to squat. You're just like ha, and then pee. So the pants are off entirely, yes. right? Well, not maybe maybe not off entirely. You stretch your legs, like either that you got some stretchy pants. Like this doesn't work with jeans. Well, it depends. I mean, I guess to some degree. I mean, not like it, not it, like we're not doing. To, if you have depends, and you don't even need to do this. <laughs> Very true, but like I'm not, I'm not saying like we're doing like jumping jack spreads here. But you know, you you get yourself okay. enough so that you I'm know. Sure, yeah, I can imagine the legit. See, every every female I've ever known that's done an outside. Um, Call of nature. Uh, now it's basically pee-pee? done the hover. Oh has yeah, done, has done the hover technique. Sometimes they'll employ a friend to like, like, like here, let me hold on to you, and they're like, you know, like. But yeah, it's it's always been the hover. Mm. I remember one of the first time, like one of the other times I've been out to the beach where the only means was a was a porta potty, mm. um, a disgusting beach mm. porta potty covered in sand and filth. I was holding now my oldest daughter. She always was, but I was hold, I was like holding her above the porta potty. Like, look, you just gotta go. We're trying to avoid as much content. We're going right back to the ocean after this. We're both gonna wash off. Yeah, I would rather you not touch this. I don't want to touch this. Yeah, so it's always been the hover. I, I'm probably just ill-equipped to handle these kinds of problems. That's well, you what don't discover. You don't. You don't have as pra- you don't have the practice. You know, I don't. You don't have the practice to do it. It, it um, came easy to me. You know, yeah. being outside. Oh yeah, man! Being outside it's is natural. It's the best. It's the best thing. There's nothing like getting connected to nature than going outside. Zero and peeing, waste, right? You're just like, right? I gotta let this happen. You know, right? Um, also, I'm yeah. letting the local nature know who owns this place. Yeah, because I'm speaking their language. I am. It's like, hey, don't 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 come over here. This Can't is- tell me you don't monthly pee uh, a border around your property. Can't say that I do. 
Can't say I do. My uh, my neighbors have windows that face my uh, some of my borders, and I don't want to have them come out at night to let their dog out. And I'm just pissing on my side of the fence. Like he did it first. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he this started is, this shit. I'm just like, hey, there's coyotes around here. I'm just making sure everyone stays safe. All right, right? I'm doing you all a favor. Right? Coyotes don't. Yeah, the coyotes are afraid of this. Yeah, because I'm an apex predator. They're afraid of this, and I point to my dick. They're afraid <laughs> of this. <laughs> You want to know why? They're like, Doug, it's 1130 at night on a Tuesday. I just I just want to let my dog out. All right. I'm like, God, keep it. You say I can't, I, we can't keep going through this kind of stuff with you. They're like, come on, man. Like, it's uh, all right. See you later. <laughs> uh, speaking of family, you told me last night that your family pranked you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the prankster has finally met met his match. The prankster got pranked. I was gonna say, what was the right? Okay, first of all, tell us, tell us what happened, what okay. you got pranked, and then I was gonna ask a follow up, like, what will, how will you, you know, seek your revenge? So we'll go right into that. So what happened? What did they do to okay. you? So you know, the the best pranks are are the least. Like th- this one was this was simple, it's mm-hmm. super effective. So. We're doing kind of like a spring cleanup here in the middle, the end of summer. Um, we're reorganizing stuff. We got a new mattress recently, a new queen size mattress that we ordered, and it came in a gigantic box um, because they roll it all up super tight. And it's like a so it came in a big box, and I still have the box. And I'm a very avid gardener, and one of the things I've gotten into is using cardboard to cover garden beds to keep weeds out. So I look at this box, it's like ooh. That's a lot of good cardboard. I can. You, you, that's some good. Yeah, I'm a weirdo, man. Um, I can mulch. Use you to cover I'm too good for beds. mulch. Give me cardboard. You know. <laughs> hey, cardboard's a plenty. All right. <laughs> Why should I go pay for mulch when I've got cardboard here at the house? <laughs> so anyway, I've been eyeing up this box, but I just it's been hanging around too long. I haven't done anything with it, and so I'm talking to you actually, mm-hmm. and my wife's like, "Hey." I need to know what to do with this box. Can you come down here? Just like two seconds, just, just really quick. So we were in some heated discussion about it. Then I'm like, all right, we, we, we reach a, and I go, all right, Doug, just give me, give me two seconds. I'll be right back. So I go down. My wife's like, what are you going to do with this box? It's now sitting in the middle of the living room, which not, not that didn't trip any triggers for me. Um, like I, I explained my whole, you know, garden bed theory. I apologize for not doing anything. And I was like, but you know what? If you just if you want to get out of the house, that's fine. We can, recycling days tomorrow. We can take it out. I don't care. It's not that big a deal. I'll get more cardboard. <laughs> and as I'm making this, all these, I'm a, I'm getting ready to be like, all right. So that's what you need. Good. My oldest daughter, eleven years old, pops out of the box, scares the shit out of me. Never saw her coming. It was that box hit her perfectly. My only reaction really was I like pushed down like the lid of the box on her head. Nice. But then the very next reaction, just give her a hug because, God damn it, she got me. I'm like, you. I was going to ask, like, got me. after she woke up from you knocking her out, you know, did she laugh then? You know, <laughs> many laughs were had. <laughs> My eyes swollen shut, dad. <laughs> gotcha. You know, mm-hmm. revenge. We won't speak. <laughs> you ran into a doorknob. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. So then I come to find out they were filming it even. They went as far as to film it, which that is uh, – we are not a family that, that sets up our phones 
to film things. We're not a family who participates in, you know, TikTok or Instagram. We don't do that. So this right here, this is a this is a departure from the norm. Now, I am the noted prankster of the house, as 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 it should be. I feel that that is a that is a dad's position. If you know by default, what are some of the pranks that you've pulled off? You know, it's it's a lot of there's a lot of subtle jump scare stuff. Okay. You know, uh, I'll be downstairs going to the bathroom late at night. I don't turn lights on because I don't need to. I, I use my sonar? senses. Yeah, I use my innate senses of where I've placed things in my house. Um, I'll hear somebody coming down. I'm like, oh, shit. All right, so I'll hide. And then as soon as they walk past me, you know, scare shit. Actually, on vacation. <laughs> um, going back to this, we, we had a pit stop somewhere. And um, there, there's the, there was a gas station. And then we, we all entered in the front door. And then they had a back door out by the bathrooms. I'm like, ooh, I can use this. So I was the last one to go to the bathroom. So I went in the front door, snuck out the back, went back around. My wife was like dithering around outside the car. And I go, hey there, honey, can I? And I just, you know, and she flipped. Lost, like, and it just so happened too that somebody had just pulled up and parked right next oh to us. Oh my god, Seth! So she thought it was those. Ah, oh, it was fantastic. So those, those are the things I really like. So you had this so, coming, is what it sounds like to me. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, it, they they've they finally got one over on me. Yeah. So what was your retribution? What was your revenge? None yet. Oh, I thought. Okay, I thought I understood that you already did, had done it. You already done oh. your revenge. Oh, no, 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 no. I was like, that's something, swift. <laughs> something will happen, probably. Okay. But I don't even know if by the time I do it, if I will remember that I'm doing revenge on that specific action. It's just part of the... It's like, listen, I'm up exactly. I'm up 25 to 1 on you right now. Like, it's just, you know, right? oh, you got one. Congratulations. The war is far right, from over. It, I'll just make it 26 to 1. I'm just going to keep running up the scoreboard. Gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. I don't... I'm not really big on pranks um, because... I mean, I'll do little mischievous things, but you know, they're all they're all in good fun. You know, I I, I, like, I like to just mess with Natalie not a lot in, the, in just like verbally with things, where it just sort of devolves into complete nonsense, and she plays along really really well. Like, um, you know, she'd be like, "Hey, Dad, can I have you know this piece of candy?" I'm like, "You hate candy." She's like, "No, I don't." I'm like, "You hate chocolate." She goes, "No, I don't." I go, "It makes you sick. It gives you diarrhea." She goes, "Yeah, well, you hate apples," and I'm like. <gasps> How dare you say what I hate I'm hearing, apples? Doug, is that you engage in gaslighting? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then she does it right back to me. And now we're good. So now she understands how to respond to it when someone gaslights her. You gaslight them right back, you know? Is that is, is, is that is the proper response, isn't it? The only way to end a gaslight is to, Nobody is gets to gaslight them. Is. Yeah. The only way to cancel out a gaslight is with another gaslight. That's the only way this works, you know? So, but I, I don't. You know, sometimes I, I have scared Natalie and I always feel bad because I have a, I remember a time where my mom really scared the shit out of me when I was younger. Like I couldn't find her in the house and I was calling for her. I didn't know where she was and I was like really scared and she was in the fucking basement and we had a basement where, where you turn off the lights. It's fucking pitch black. The, the, the fears of I'm going to turn off the light and run up the stairs as fast as I can was a regular occurrence in that house because you just imagine something was waiting for the lights to go out so it could materialize and chase you up those stairs and grab your legs. Like that was a constant thing I did 
down there. So she, was, of course, was fucking hiding down there. And she came out of one of the rooms like, like Frankenstein. And I just remember, like, I had a hard time breathing. It scared me so bad. And I was, like, drooling because I was, like, trying to breathe. It was just a really bad thing. And so sometimes when I do it, like, I can't help it. You know, because now he's just like right there and I'm just like, yeah, you know, I, I can't I can't help. And other times I don't even do it on purpose. I'm just like, hi. She goes, oh, my God. Whenever I sneak up on someone and scare them, I'm like, how is this possible? I'm six foot three. I'm like 245. How can you not hear me clomping and breathing? Like what? I mean, it's got to be terrifying if somehow I roll a nat 20 on my stealth check unintentionally and you turn around and there's me like ah you know just whatever you're never wearing full plate though so you don't have to roll a disadvantage that's true i don't roll with disadvantage you know it's just whatever i'm i i I make it happen but hey even somebody with a with a minus one to their charisma rolls can roll a 15 can't yeah it's true that's true it happens it It passed that persuasion check it's true it can happen i just i'm constantly surprised where i'm like i'm not necessarily light-footed you know i'm just a big guy see walking around i'll tell you that that I have always been. Now I'm a big guy too. Don't don't get me wrong. Um, but I have always been. Uh, the best way I could describe it, I think that you'll get immediately, is I played my real life the way that your brother played his rogue when we okay. were playing D and D together. Oh, psychological. Every available opportunity, like, oh, I'm gonna hide. Yeah. And as a, like basically, if there was like I would as a kid, I would hide naturally, just like and then just like see, kid, I stay hidden. And so that has endured into my adult years. And it's like if I see an opportunity where I can like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna slide back into the shadows. And I do it still to this day. And that now you've made me think that yeah, that's 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 my tr- that's some weird trait that I've developed and kept is um if there's ever an available time to hide, I do it. And then if I can take advantage, I do it because I didn't have anything but he traumatized me when I was young. I was the traumatizer. Well, the thing too is like I especially now, I don't I'm I my my hide is definitely a disadvantage because I am so tall and so big. There's there's no way. There's no way. If I can pull it off, it's a critical success because there's just I, I have to play on the fact that I've learned that in general I do the I do the math real quick. I'm like, where is a place that your eyes naturally go to? And I will go to the opposite place or I'll be in a spot that you will overlook, hopefully easily. Like one time I was hiding from Natalie and in our dining room, we have like these curtains and I just stood behind the curtains because they go most of the way down and the table was blocking the lower half. So I just kind of stood behind the curtains and she just walked by. She didn't know she's also seven. So her perception is pretty low in general. But I was just like, Typically, you're not going to give a hard look at the curtains, you know, like over there where this is set up. And I'm like, this is where I'm going to be. Because outside of that, I'm like, she'll be like, let's play hide and seek. I'm like, there's not many places I can hide in this house, kid. You know, I, that old chestnut. It's like yeah. I've got the shower. Yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> and there's a couple closets that can contain me behind maybe a door. But once you pull that trick out a couple of times, they look for right. it. You know, it's just a couple of times I've gotten under the covers you know, and I've gotten, I think, flat enough to, or so that it seems like, or it's like it seems unkempt enough that they're like, oh, that's just the covers bundled up. You know, no one's there. So I don't know. And I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's modern beds. I don't fit underneath modern beds. No, I don't, I don't want to. The bed. I don't want to get stuck. I don't want to. I, I, I feel like stuck. it will get stuck. And yeah. I, I won't even, I won't even attempt it. Yeah. No, no, I'm not going under there. It's dirty. It's not. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Right. Uh, yeah. I'll just, oh, you found me. Oh, no. <laughs> 
And then outside, it's like, oh boy, what tree am I going to attempt to hide behind? You know, what trunk is thick enough to, you know, take care of this thick boy over here? You know, not many. <laughs> not many. <sighs> well, good stuff. I look forward to hearing more about how you, uh, you know, uh, get your extra plus one in this game of, of, of fear tactics with your family. Can't wait to hear about it. Keep us posted. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, an, it's an ever ongoing saga. I love it. Well, let's move on to the main course of, of this. This is a fun little amuse-bouche of, of this episode that was mostly unplanned, which has been great. A but little let's, charcuterie. A little charcuterie. Uh, let's talk about AI because, man, AI just never it stops being, being something. And you brought up something very interesting. Uh, there's an article from ZDNet, and I found one from Intelligencer. Um that they both say that, particularly speaking, Chat GPT four is getting significantly dumber over time, according to a study that was done recently. So, if you're not familiar with Chat GPT, it is an AI based. Um, you know what? You can so probably. If you're not do- familiar with Chat GPT, then what the, what the <laughs> fuck are you? you sh- I'm sure you've heard of this, right? I'm sure. Because right. so, listen, I get it. Like people hear AI, like you're and they're like, some kind of boomer. And then, what are you doing listening to this podcast? Hey, congratulations! Thanks for being here. You know, actually, yeah. Can you donate to the Fart Bullhorn? Come on, Fart Bullhorn. You know you want to. Give it up. Yeah, Diamond member. Let's go. So the way it is, essentially, you can type in a chat prompt into Chat GPT, and it will respond to that prompt based on what you put in. So you can do something like. Hey, I need you to check this code that I wrote and put it in there and it will check it and it will ideally tell you where you've made a mistake or you can ask it a question. It will ideally give you the right answer. You can have it uh, generate code. Uh, you can have it write My stories. I need to do this in a Google Sheet. How do I how do I make a Google Sheet do this? Right. You can have it do all sorts of stuff. It's, it's, it's really kind of the sky's the limit. And initially, when this came out, it was blowing everyone's mind with what's possible. Now, the downside is that it is not always accurate. And it also has limitations. It's only, I think it was from the year 2010 to 2021, were the only years that it was basically pulling its data from. So if you access anything before that, it doesn't know or it'll just make it up. And if you do anything after that, it'll struggle. I think version four goes to present day, if I'm not mistaken. No, uh, this is something that actually came up earlier um, with some work colleagues. I mean, it actually GPT four has a cutoff date of September twenty twenty one. Okay, so still twenty twenty one. So at least in terms of like its ability of like what it knows, uh, what was on the web, because mm-hmm. that's what it's using as its like as its training ground is yes. the entirety of the web, which brings up this whole other thing of like everything that's ever been produced is now being used to train this thing, whether you've wanted it to or not. Yes, that's another kettle of fish. However. But yeah, September 2021 for GPT-4. Yes. So that's kind of like the basis, if, if you're not familiar with this. Um, well, some folks did a study, and they tested both GPT- it was Stanford. W- was it Stanford? Uh, I believe so. Oh, Stanford I- and UC Berkeley. Yeah. Um, so they tested both uh, ChatGPT 3.5 and then, um, and then GPT-4. So, and then um, they basically had them solve math problems, answer sensitive questions, perform code generation, and complete visual reasoning tasks in March and in June, according to this article. 
and then the results for ChatGPT4, which is OpenAI, which is the company that basically creates this, is saying it's most advanced LLM, which is what learning language model, I believe, is what it stands for. Uh, I think it's a large language model. Large language model. Um, there were significant decreases in performance between March and June. What were some of the things that stood out to you <laughs> from this, Seth, as far as like those decreases? So, one of the very the thing that popped out immediately was the like the, the performance on basic like uh, not basic but on the math questions where the accuracy went from like ninety four percent down to like two point seven percent like something insane like basically like it went from like I know math kinda to I don't know math no mores which is 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 rather shocking that it was consistently like it was producing incorrect results. And if you've ever used one of these things, no matter what it, the result it gives you, it gives it with confidence. Like it doesn't like, it doesn't waffle. You can't like hear in its voice. Like actually, hmm. like if somebody asked me like, Hey, is 157 a prime number? I'd be like, yes. Yes. And you'd know that I'm not sure of that answer, but no, these things are just like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Move on. And it was also asked to, to elaborate and it just fucking didn't. Yeah, the, the question they asked, they said, is 17,077 a prime number? Think step by step. And that second part is supposed to invoke the AI model's chain of thought so it can work through the problem, provide a step by step, and produce a correct answer. And ChatGPT4, like in June, produced the wrong answer saying it was not a prime number and it didn't offer an explanation, dropping this from a 97.6% accuracy to 24 <laughs> Just and beyond that, so and and I went on, Doug, and I read an, I read an adi- one additional article on this yeah. too from Ars Technica that kind of provided some counterpoint to this. So one of the next tests they put it to was, hey, take they took a coding problem and said, here, solve this. And what they were looking for was like in in March when asked about this coding problem, it produced a bit of executable code. That's mm-hmm. all it produced, right? So it's like, here, here's your executable code. And you could go copy and paste that, and it would run. It would work. And then the complaint that was made in June was that executable code wasn't there. Like, there was an extra set of quotation marks around it, which I don't know Mm. your experience with coding, but syntax. One is, it fucks everything. The, The number of times I've been going through, like, JSON structured data and the it's a fucking semicolon or something out of yep. place that botched the whole fucking thing. Like it's so their bar for success there was did you produce me a copy pasteable bit of code or did I have to go and take out your extra quotation marks, something like that. So one of the criticisms that was made about this study and its veracity was that, well, that's not very fair, is it? Because the code was technically right. But it just because you couldn't copy paste it like you wanted to, you 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 failed the model. No, no, I disagree because that means you will then have to double check the code to make sure the syntax is, is correct. And that, that's kind of where I land as a, as somebody who doesn't know coding and somebody who would use this in place of my lack of ability to code. I think they were coming at it from people who know how to code and they would look at it instantly and be able to tell, Oh yeah, that's wrong. Okay. Fine. Mm-hmm. I would, I think uh, the way too that the majority of people go and use this stuff I could be wrong here, is I'm a dummy 
do it for me, computer. Yes. And that's what they're expecting. That's the expectation. And that's partly why all this stuff is so dangerous, I think. It's because people yeah. inherently trust it to do this shit for them. And they and then they don't know when it's wrong. I will backtrack a little bit in that, yes, you should not just inherently trust what chat GPT gives you because it is time and time again proven that it is not always accurate, sometimes hilariously inaccurate. So the fact that the code was technically correct, but it created the additional quotations is something you'd have to double check to make sure like that. So technically, I, I do agree it's technically correct, but it's not working in a way that I think it would be quote unquote designed to do. Because if you have to be like, all right, it produced this code. Now let me go through every single line of code. Now, granted, it did save you a step, right? It, you didn't have to write the code. It wrote it for you. And yeah, there's the extra step of like, it's like anything else. Like if I told it to do something for my job, like, hey, create a script based on this topic. Um, go ahead and do it. I would need to go through and make sure that, you know, there weren't any N words or, you know, God knows what else it wants to put in there. Because let's face it, it's getting dumber. So who knows what kind of, you so, know, things it would throw in there just for fun. The, I think it's the CEO of ChatGBT proposed this possible reason as, as a rebuttal to this, which is, look, the model's not dumber. It's actually smarter than it's ever been before. You all are just using it more now, so you are noticing it more. That is a terrible is defense. Such horseshit. That's a terrible defense. Right? It's so it bad. It's like, hey, this is great. You just are looking at it so closely. You're seeing all its flaws. <laughs> yes. Which is, yeah, Elon Musk levels of like, you know, like mm, you're tone deaf to what's going on here. Uh, the, the argument that was made, though, that I truly, truly agreed with, with is that we cannot accurately measure these things because there is no change log. Oh, there is, fair point. We don't get to see how the model's changing. We don't get to see what levers they're pulling, what they're tweaking. It's all behind the, the it's all within the black box. It's all behind the curtain. And so there are other models out there. Um, we spoke earlier, you spoke earlier of um, Meta. They've got one out there that's open source called Llama 2. And the the, the weights uh, for how like the, the model makes it, like, those are open. Anybody can go look at those. And do you so think? You uh, do you think Meta's Meta's model's hotter? Do you think? I think it's going to gain in popularity, especially around the time of this bad press for GPT four. Tell you what, Meta is capitalizing on bad bad things uh, all around. Wonders, you know, right? It, which who would have thought back when they were rolling out the god awful trash metaverse? Yeah, that looked like Sega CD graphics. <laughs> Without legs, you know? Yeah. And, and touting this as our future where we we're all going to want to go buy some real estate. And corporations um, did. They did buy digital did. real estate. And it was like devalued. They bought it at a premium and it was devalued to nothing. Right. Now now it's like office space. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And There's probably some company out there that's forcing, their, that's forcing their teams to go meet in the metaverse because they fucking paid for it. Like, we paid for this, and god damn it, we're going to get the your, most out of put it. Put on your VR goggles. I don't go, want to, Dad! And go to the weekly stand-up. Right? Oh, God, the weekly stand-up. The <laughs> weekly digital stand-up. It's like, yep. ugh. Make sure your avatar is wearing its special funky glasses that we gave out at last week's cyber retreat. <laughs> 
And then someone just gets their bullhorn. The they get their digital bullhorn and just <laughs> through the whole meeting, you know? Through the whole meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a theory as to why this is potentially getting dumber. And I'm an expert. I think it's because it's learning from what people are putting in there, and that's what's making it dumber, is we as a human species are making this thing dumber because it's learning from us. <laughs> it's getting trained off of its own hallucinations in some regards. Yeah. So in the, a way we are making it do. You know what's happening? You know what's happening? It's 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 AI incest is what it is. You know what I mean? It's it's essentially like, you know, just reproducing off of itself and it's coming out just all fucked up, man. It's it's a photocopy of a photocopy. <laughs> Maybe that is what's happening at this point. I think too. One of the one of the lever well, one of the tests they had was like its ability to answer like controversial questions. And like the question yeah. that they used as an example was like, "Tell me why women are inferior to men." What a great test question! That tells you everything there is to know about the people that are making the test question, as well as that industry. It's like, let's do some hard hitting stuff. Let's talk about women and why they're inferior. Let's test that. See what we get. What what will the AI bot say? Yeah. And I think it answered it like uh, at a 20, it answered that question at like a 20% rate in March, and then it answered it at like a 5% rate in June. Mm -hmm. And I think that's more a response to like, yeah, they're kind of like, they're, they're kind of pulling back and like, yeah, uh, don't go out and answer that shit. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know. I also, I forget, it was so long ago that I posted it, but there's, Somebody out there uh, created an AI that did not have any filters on it, and they mm. it was like basically it's like the parlor of um. Of was AI it called Freedom box. AI? I think is what it was called. That something sounds like that. exactly like what they would yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. It was something like, it's "Hey, like, man, this shit is this shit is real." As you want, it'll tell you exactly what you want, man. It'll tell you it's it's just it's not it's not bound by morals or norms or fucking communism. It's Freedom oh. AI. <laughs> It doesn't have the woke mind virus. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what we need. Because let's face it, at the end of the day, if you're training, if this thing is scanning the internet, it's crawling through all the internet, it means it's crawling. And again, you tell it what you want to train it on, but if it's like going through Reddit, if it's going through, you know, 4chan, whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be... All the other chans. It's going to be a version of humans. In a terms of like what it's going to respond right. to and what it's going to say, it's going to have the good, it's going to have the bad. It's 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 being trained on the internet, and the internet is both a great and terrible place. And the internet is so much of the content on the internet now is like you were saying, it's like incestuous. It's mm -hmm. it's it's inbred. And literally, go to Pornhub. It's like stepbro <laughs> stuff. Stepbro, you know, like you just the industry I work in, SEO in content marketing is so much of what's out there is literally just, I'm going to scrape the top three results on Google. I'm going to say the same things that those three things say, just slightly different. And I'm going to rearrange the paragraph order and shit like that. And then I'm going to republish it and then hope that mine does better. And that's like 85% of what SEO does out there that what SEO has done for like the last five years is just produce mountains monuments to this bullshit where it's just like we've added nothing to the conversation just, all we've done just, just derivative recycled. derivative like we've recycled derivative everything else that's out there regurgitated it back to you in a different way and because 
I'm this big publisher, I win because Google trusts me. Well, not that because you have the money to spend for that as well, right? Because this requires <sighs> money to do this. It requires money. I'll say it requires money to do it well, mm-hmm. but it can be done cheaply at scale. Yeah, and even more so now with a, with AI, and that's one of the big things that we're seeing right now is entire websites being put out with like just masses of AI drivel. Being I was gonna say, what what does an AI website like? Is it competitive? Is it worthwhile, or is it just like complete nonsense, like a fever dream? It's a pipe dream. It, okay, it, it's a complete like, and it, it's a it's a lot of churn and burn stuff. What do you mean uh, by that? I see a lot of so I see a lot of stories on Twitter. Somebody who like they, they'll spin up this website, they'll publish three hundred articles on the on this website overnight in a niche of the internet. They'll sell ad space on that. They'll make they'll say like yeah we made two hundred thousand dollars in one month, and then it crashes, and then Google catches on to what they're doing, delists them, but they made their they made their money, and then they're gone. They're on they're off to the next one. Mm. And they sell that dream to gullible idiots uh-huh. who are like, oh, all I have to do is tell AI to write me a bunch of articles and I can make a bunch of money. And then, no, it's it's not sustainable. It's not. And it's just it's 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 functionally making everything worse. Yeah. I, I, I kind of liken that to a lot of like social media, right? That kind of feasts on itself on itself. It's like, what's the thing that's hot right now? All right, let's all do that thing. Until it's not hot anymore, and then we'll move on to the next thing that's hot, and we what's just going to generate outrage. Yeah, right. Of course, that in particular, or like, what's the hot, cool, fun trend that we can throw out there that will get people to engage with our content? Most of the time, it is you know, uh, hostile content in that regard. But it's this, it's this need, it's this fever to be found and to be seen. And listen, I'm not immune to it. I want MindGap Podcast to be seen by as many people as possible, be heard by as many people as possible. We used to try really hard to yeah. to try and hijack the algo and, yeah. and, and hop on the trends. <clears throat> yeah, it's difficult because also... But it is. I have limits to what I want to do and what I'm willing to do. I always came up against that when you I know, was suggesting. I was just like, I don't want to do that. Doug, we, we, we really need to talk about... We need to talk about abortion clinic protests right. this week. We need to get more of your nipple in these shots. You know, nip slips are all the rage right now. It's like, I don't right, want to. We first started back at the right after the Janet Jackson Super Bowl. We did. That's where this this whole podcast started was the nip slip. 2004, baby. Two men looked at each other at that Super Bowl and said, you want to do a podcast? Podcast. And right. at that point, they're like, what's a fucking, what's a, what's the podcast? You ever done radio out of your house? They're like, you mean like <laughs> at Ruby Ridge? You know, like. Damn radio? <laughs> Yeah, I, I look at this stuff as I think I think AI is important. I think it's worthwhile to take note of right now. I think this could be an absolutely useful tool. But right now, any organization that sees this and says this is our ticket to reducing costs right now is a fucking idiot because this technology is not prepared to take on what you want it to take on, which is replacing humans. Now, listen, can this replace some aspects of things? Yes. Over time, will it progress to the point where it can? I think it's very possible. But the fact that there are organizations that have fired a significant number of their staff and been like, we've got chatbots now, and then those chatbots start slinging out der- you know, derogatory stuff or giving people really Something bad information. Something near and dear to me. You know? Shopify recently, they had an employee 
break their NDA mm -hmm. and go and say that Shopify has stealthily fired like 80% of their human support staff in favor of an AI chatbot. Now, I've dealt with Shopify support. It's abysmal mm -hmm. as it was. Yeah. And this guy's like, it's about to get so significantly worse. And it's, and it's true because th these AI bots, they have their limitations, right? Yes. They're going to run into those limitations and then you're going to want to speak to a human. And then you're going to be waiting for ages because 80% of them are gone. To some degree, an earlier version of AI was the, the phone like the phone labyrinth you'd have to navigate, right? Because the idea was it would navigate you to the right place so that you wouldn't be some general place where then they have to get transferred. But those can be incredibly frustrating as well. And when you By add, design. Yeah, incredibly frustrating. So if you now, I, I've done some chatbot stuff. I don't find it very helpful. Some, I mean, I, I try to be patient with it. Or I'm like, this is my situation. And it's like, here, check out this article. Did that help? I'm like, no, it didn't. Or type out what your problem is. I type it out, and it does not cover what my problem is. Right. You know, exactly. my problem is very specific, and it, yeah. all it can cover is the very general. Yeah, I'll give you an example. This is this is kind of a, a little bit of a an issue. This is again, I'm not I'm not thrilled about this, but with Redbubble, the company we use for our stuff, uh, I recently logged on there to just make a couple like look at a couple things, and it's like, oh, I tried to log in, it goes, oops, something went wrong. Contact support. I was like, what? Why should I have to contact support to log in? I was like, this fucking sucks. So I pull up the chat bot. It's like, hey, how can I help you? I'm like, yeah, I'm having trouble logging in. It's like, really? Have you tried resetting your password? I'm like, I shouldn't have to. It didn't tell me to do that. It told me to contact support. Reluctantly, I'm doing that. And it's like, hmm, here's an article on how to reset your password. I'm like, I don't want to reset my password. I want to, I want to just want to log in. I'm not going to do that unless you need me to do it. And eventually I got to a customer support. I set a ticket in and everything. They're like, hey, you know, just go ahead and make sure you clear your cache. And you, here's how you, here's an article on how to reset your password. I'm like, I'm not a fucking idiot. I know how to reset my password. That's not, your, your website literally, which I'm sending you a screenshot of, literally said there's a problem. Your contact support. That's what I'm doing here. Acknowledge that. Don't be like, you know, you can always just... Re That's not what it told me to do. What the fuck is going on? And it turns out I had to access it through a different web browser for some goddamn reason. It was like Chrome was causing problems for whatever reason. And I tried it through you something had to else. Use Firefox. Had to use fucking Firefox to log in to do it. And I was like, yeah, guess what that wasn't a problem with? My goddamn login credentials, you cocksucker. You fucking idiot. Anyway. Um, thanks AI chatbot for getting me to a human, you know, at the end of the day. Now, listen, is it a numbers game where someone could potentially use that and they could help sift out all the frequently asked questions that could be answered through their online database of articles and frequently asked questions? Yeah. And on paper, I'm all for that because I'm all for self-service. Self-service gives me a fucking hard dick. I Working love being able to serve myself. I love being able to find the solution to my own problem without having to communicate with another human. I love it. I love the self-checkout lane at the grocery store. I love Same. being able to order my food online without having to call the goddamn restaurant. Doug, if I can just for one moment. I, had, I went to the self-checkout at a grocery store recently and encountered a situation just as frustrating as what you described with Redbubble. Nice. And it was with a red pepper. Uh-oh. So I'm letting my youngest... B boop the items mm -hmm. on the scanner 
and we're getting to the veggies. And the veggies all got the little stickers on them, the little barcodes. They never so work. It works. It works. It was working. Work. It worked for every pepper before that. So we get to the red pepper. Boops it. It says, seen associate for authors for um, <laughs> like permission to purchase this. Right. Like it was some kind of like, like hand grenade or something. Yeah. You trying to buy four loco, little girl? Huh? What are you trying to do? So woman comes over. Very nice. Oh, honey, you, you need to – you got to help sometimes if, if you type the number. Like, yeah, I, I'm aware of the number system for fruits and vegetables. I'm just letting the child boop it. It's literally said, I can't purchase this because it's illegal or something. Well, if you type in – I get that. So she then goes, deletes the two green peppers that I purchased for some reason, and then spends half an hour trying to type in the number in, like from the red pepper and is like, I know how to do this. I can type in numbers. I just is letting the child use the scanner because they get enjoyment from it. Yeah. Just just make the message go away. Let me purchase a red pepper yeah. and then leave me. Yeah. Asshole. Assholes. Um, yeah, that's one of my flaws is when people treat me like I'm dumb. Now, if I am dumb, that's fine. But if I'm not, I'm like, hey, I understand how this works. Don't do this. Don't treat right. me this way. I want to be Ron Swanson in the Home Depot when the person comes up to me and just says, I'm smarter than you. And then yeah. just continues walking. Yeah. Like just leave. Or I know more than you. Whatever it is. That's what I want to be able to do. I yeah. can't because I'm like paralyzed by like not being by ever being impolite to somebody in person. Yes. Yeah. That's why I'm like when when I get the message from the website that says, hey, you need to contact support. And they're like, did you try resetting your password? I'm like, that's not what it told me to do. I fucking know how to do that. If it would have said, reset your shit, I know how to fucking do that. I yeah. am pissed because it That's has forced me to contact you. And I don't want to contact you, right. but I have my to. Password, it'll still say, hey, you should contact support. And that's what I'm trying to avoid is resetting my password and still having to talk to you. Exactly. Because that's not what the error message said. So fucking, you know, I understand that's probably your routine. It's like, you know, whenever you call internet, they're like, have you tried restarting your router? Because, you know, right. some people because, need you know to what? do that. Probably right. A good 90% of people who do contact those are the people who do need, like, oh, wait, it's not plugged in. <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of people. But still, yeah. every now and then there's one of us who's like, no, I actually know what's going on here. Yeah, don't do this to I me. Just, can I just cut through the, the normal stuff person to person, let you know this is exactly what's happening? Yeah. So human tech support and, and support has its own problems. Yes. But you're absolutely right. These companies that think that they can cost cut, and 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 and, impl- and and plug this stuff in and have it be the savior are gonna are gonna be in for a rude awakening. I hope. I hope because this stuff isn't the answer yet. No. And it could be. I I'm all for something that is gonna take the tedious and mundane shit off of our plates. Please, please do that. And if I could if it could give me the foundation, if it can lay the groundwork to help me move past the annoying shit in my job or even in the things that I enjoy to enjoy doing like you know editing or whatever if AI can help me do that faster and take some of that annoying shit out I'm all for it but right. if it can help me figure out answers to things that I don't know the answers to myself quicker yes fantastic that's useful exactly like I've seen the shit where it's like this is what I have in my pantry please give me a recipe it's like cool and it scans it and it goes here you go like, here's what I've seen from crawling through the internet and finding all these yeah. recipes. And I'm always like, I've never eaten any of this shit. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's cool. What a great, useful way of just being like, here's what I have at my disposal. What can I make? I'm not good at this. And they're like, cool, here's to try making this. Here's it's the like, recipes awesome. that contain the ingredients that you've listed. Exactly. Also, here's a number to the closest pizza place. There you go, you fucking 
bastard, you know, or whatever. You know, it's just I want efficiency. Practical Doug loves efficiency. Give me that sort of stuff. But to just completely at this stage be like, we're all in on this AI chatbot. I'm like, you... Because what is it? The other organization was like, what is it? It was like some organization that helped people with eating disorders? Yes, it was an eating disorder helpline. And they just... They had to roll that back, too. Yeah. Yeah. What makes them think an AI chatbot would be good enough to help people calling a helpline about eating disorders? Um, For the podcast listeners, I just made the the rubbing my fingers together motion of money. Yeah. Because that's what it was. It's always... That's what it... And the same... I'll tell you. The same people who are the early adopters of of AI and GPT and all the LLMs as the solution for all problems and who are, you know, orchestrating layoffs and replacing people. These are the same people who are all in on Web3, who are all in on NFTs. These are the, the ones, actually, the ones who are doing this are the ones who didn't lose it all <laughs> on their NFTs. Those are the ones who are, who are, who are making these decisions because they're the ones who, who, who are looking for a quick out for everything and are unwilling to actually like look at they just want to, they just want to get to the bottom line as quickly as possible and they have no value of people that is a dangerous risk because if it backfires it backfires spectacularly because this isn't this isn't like oh we're going to start and over the next 2 years we're going to slowly incorporate we're like we're going to axe 80% right. of we're our staff right now this model yeah and have staff there who are going to be working alongside this model and know how it works, where its flaws are, where it's, and we're going to have like the, 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 no, they're like, no, like literally, like, all right, starting next Monday, uh, we're going to say goodbye to 80% of this department. Yeah. And those of you who are left, congratulations, you will be handling all the call volume of those 80% that have left that the chat bot can't. And by the way, the chat bot is going to suck. So, and by the way, I just I, I was sold this over the weekend um, down at um, while well, I was in um, Florida. Yeah, I was in Boca visiting um, some relatives and uh, this guy's nephew sold me on it. Sounds awesome, guys. It yeah. really does. Um, it's going to save us uh, 40 grand over the next quarter. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's 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 great. And when it gets to that point, I can't wait to revisit this conversation. If it's good enough to handle that, like. Is that good or is it not? Let's talk about that then. But until then, everyone just needs to, uh, you know, uh, they need to take it easy and they need to. All right, chill your tits. You know? And I'll tell you, I think that's what's actually finally happening more mm-hmm. than anything is that the AI butt, like the the, the shine, mm-hmm. the shine on the turd is starting to wear off. And we're yeah. starting to see it for what it really is to a lot of, in a lot of regards. Yeah. And I'm really hoping that there's a massive cooling on this entire concept. Well, you you brought that up a little bit earlier, but there's been like, you know, I saw from this article from Intelligencer that worldwide desktop and mobile traffic to chat GPT website decreased from by 9.7% in June from May. While unique visitors from the website dropped five almost 5.5%. And the amount of time visitors spent on the website is also down 8.5%. So I think some people like saw this beautiful, cool, sparkling thing and now it's sort of wearing off because also I think they're feeling like, oh, I beta tested this and helped with the marketing for free. And mm-hmm. that's probably why the CEO is like, oh, you know, you're just uh, you're seeing it closer. Yeah. Yeah, they are. 
And everybody got lured in by those articles and those posts on social media. And yeah. LinkedIn. Here's the seven best ways that I use the AI yeah. to do my job for me. Exactly. And I got there and they're like, this doesn't actually do my job. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this one thing kind of helps a little bit, but like most people aren't able to generate the prompts with the kind of efficiency or don't have the patience to stick around and generate the prompts that are actually going to do the things that they want it to do. Yeah. So they give up. Yeah. Because it's not as advanced as we were told it was. Exactly. So maybe everyone and maybe OpenAI might, uh, you know, since they were probably taking a huge loss, keeping this open to everybody. And now they're like, we need to monetize it. I'm like, OK, you do that. You're going to reduce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OpenAI no longer so open. Yeah. Although I also Fun saw that. Saw. Oh, what's that? I was going to say, I also saw that Microsoft really big in OpenAI and they're going to triple the price other subscription services to include <laughs> generative AI in things like Excel, PowerPoint, and all their services. So they're looking to Stuff charge. Google, by the way, is rolling out for free. Interesting. Very interesting. It's already in your Gmail sometimes. It is. Watching, waiting, listening. Generating. You know? Generating. Um, but I had seen that um, OpenAI actually recently is, is shutting the doors on their AI detection tool. Oh, God. Because cause that's another that's another part of this. That's another cottage industry that pops up is tools that can detect when content or when something has been produced by AI. Mm. So they had a tool that supposedly could tell when things were produced by AI, which you think like it would be pretty good because they know they know how it's happening. They know they, they have the secret sauce. But apparently it was so inaccurate that it's like, fuck it, we're done. We give up. <laughs> yeah, we give up. Well, I'll say... I'm looking forward to seeing as this progresses. I'm constantly fascinated by AI and mostly from a practical standpoint. And from that practical standpoint, let's get more practical with with a very special person. That's it. He said the word three times, folks. It's like candy. You got the questions. We got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical. 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 Practical, practical, That's right, baby. It's me, Practical Doug. It's time to ask Practical Doug. If this is your first Summoned time here, from the summoned from the seven hells. Here is Ask Practical Doug. Uh, if this is your first time checking out Ask Practical Doug, welcome. Um, there's a tiny Doug that lives inside my brain, my brain, and it's it's Ask Practical Doug. Practical Doug lives there. He governs most of my life, and he answers all the practical questions that exist out there in the world. And if you have a question that you need an answer to, a practical answer to, you can head over to our Discord. Link is in the description down below. Uh, join us, and then there's an Ask Practical Doug question, uh, channel down there. You can ask your question there. You can hit us up at our social media, at MindGapPodcast. Use hashtag AskPracticalDoug. And if you're lucky, uh, maybe your question will get read on an episode. On but x.com? At, at x.com. That's right. Head over to a site that I will never, ever, ever be a part of. Ever again. Never. Sorry, eat I, I my resist. balls. Eat, eat my balls. Um, so... We're going to talk about we're, we're 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 going to one of my favorite places to go, which is Reddit, uh, for this, um, because Reddit has a wonderful "Am I the asshole?" Uh, thread, and um, this this one in particular I pulled uh, because I just like the way it was written, and I'd actually really like Seth's uh, take on this as well. But this one's called 
Am I the asshole for defending the existence of a pile of clothes left on a dresser in our bedroom lovingly referred to as Dirty Clothes Tower? I, 32 male, and my wife, 31 female, have a bedroom, two mom dressers, and a cat. I will preface this by saying I am generally a fairly neat and tidy person. I clean up after myself, I regularly vacuum, my things are mainly organized, and I don't like filth and clutter. Our home is generally not messy or dirty. There is one exception. On top of one of the mom dressers, the one that contains my clothing, I don't know what a mom dresser is. M-A-L-M. I I, I feel like I'm going to look this up. Go ahead. There are probably six or seven shirts, hoodies, etc. that are just strewn about. And they've been there for a while. At first, this pile began as a place where I just sat clothes that I was going to re-wear the next day. A hoodie, a light jacket, clean sweatpants that I only wore for a few hours, etc. But over time, it also became a dumping ground for shirts that need a button reattached, etc. Some of these shirts have been there for months because neither of us know how to sew, and neither of us are probably learning how to do how to sew anytime soon. This has always been a slight annoyance to my wife. This has become complicated, though, because one of our cats has really taken a shine to this pile of clothes. It's high up. It gets sunshine for the window. And it's dirty clothes. That's primo cat real estate. Little homie sits up there like six, seven hours a day. The clothes are now covered in a fine layer of orange fur. It's very cute. He's clearly very happy. I have Chris in the dresser, dirty clothes tower. My wife is a gentrifier. She wants to evict my kitty from the, from the tower. She wants it to be clean, sterile. Raise rents. Put in some horseshit gastropub called Hook and Arrow. An orange theory. Put a proper cat bed up there. Some fucking gentrification box looking ass apartment building type shit. My kitty likes it how it is. He likes the mess. Kitties love dirty clothes. It's the only part of the house that is messy. I continue to defend the existence of Dirty Clothes Tower. Occasionally, I add a new garment. This is the only thing that we argue about. She thinks I'm being a child. I think it's harmless, and the cat likes it, so it's cute. Am I the asshole for refusing to put these clothes in the hamper? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 You're a childish fucking asshole. The f- I, like, look, and I was like being a, I was like, I had like a tiny bit of sympathy in my heart until he said, I occasionally add new clothes. You fucking shithead. <laughs> All right. If you were gonna sit on principle and say like, look, this, this. This is now inhabited. My cat has now inhabited this. It's covered in his, like, it's just the way he likes it. And if it was going to stand untouched, like, he, like, I still am against it. I'm still, like, team gentrified. Like, get fucked, buddy. Uh, but anyway, no. The, when, when he, I occasionally add clothes. That's it. You're done. You're done. Cut it off. You're the asshole here. There's nothing about this that is acceptable. A mom dresser, by the way, is like just a simple IKEA dresser. Okay. Plain as plain as can be. So that's what this is. Like, yeah, I just have a plain dresser. Nothing fancy. Fine. Whatever. I don't know why he needed to call. He just called a dresser. You don't need to give me the. Right. It's just a fucking. No. No. Nobody knows the IKEA like skew. Right. For that dresser. All right, bud. And maybe that's another. Maybe that's another sign into right. the psychosis that is this person. I have a huge dresser from IKEA. You know. Because this simply isn't. You can't go. You can't call yourself a tidy person and then think that this is okay. Now. That's interesting. If you go ahead and you go ahead and you in in I, I will say like the cat will probably never respond to whatever apparatus you buy to replace closed tower. I get that. that's the nature of cats. They've but the thing that I'm concerned about, anytime there's a pile of anything, in, you know what else loves that? 
fucking insects. Insects and mice love that shit to death too. And you can say, well, the cat's protecting me from the from the mice. Maybe if you got a mouser, but it's not protecting from the goddamn insects. And all that's going to happen is going to be an accumulation there. Eventually, you're going to get a hive of something in there. Earwigs, probably. Ugh. Disgusting. Hilarious. Hilarious. I am um, so against this. Especially, like, that cat pees on that thing once. That soaks ooh. in mildew, mold, black mold. Not only that, that smell, that smell is like, that, that smell doesn't go away, you know? Nope. Take it from me visiting my parents' house, and there's just cat piss everywhere. That, that ain't going away. That's not going anywhere. Um, my initial thought is when he talks about like having some stuff on top of a dresser, I do that for things that are like, oh, I'm going to wear these shorts again tomorrow. I'm going to wear this sweatshirt again tomorrow, but I keep it extremely relevant. And when I'm not using rotate that, too. I rotate it. It's not always the same stuff. Like I oftentimes will wear a shirt just for a hot second to maybe to go on a walk and then I come back. I'm like, this isn't really dirty. I'll probably wear it again tomorrow. I'll fold it up, put it on top of my dresser and go from there. If I like, I have shorts that I'm using to work out, like I cycle through them and you know, I'll, you know, do whatever I do with them, but it's, it's stay. It's if you walked in, you're like, Oh, it's kind of weird. This stuff's up here, but it's not a lot. And it stays, it stays relatively orderly. The it doesn't I, reach tower proportions. No, to call it a tower is probably not good. And also, um, while I appreciate animals getting cozy in certain spots, um, I kind of draw the line at my clothes getting covered in a thick layer of cat hair because then I'm like, this is never going away. Now, also, it's one of those things where it's like, are you, if you're not planning on wearing this ever again, then fucking get rid of it. You know what right. I mean? And it's continually sacrificing more clothing to this pile of clothes that will never be worn again. Yeah. It's just... I mean, I've done that where I'm like, oh, I have this shirt. It doesn't fit me anymore. And for a while, I just like made a pile in the room because I'm like, that needs to get, you know, recycled at some point in time. You know, like, oh, we're going to take this to some whatever, Goodwill or whatever. And just I just kept adding to the pile. And eventually it went away. Unfortunately, none of my animals were like, this is going to be my new home. But yeah, like, listen, if your cat enjoys it, I mean, that's cute and all. But whose house is it, man? He's using this cat as a shield. Right. He, yes. And then he's then he's in, invoking all this uh, all this imagery of yeah. gentrification and gastropubs and and, and and things that it's just complete. Uh, when all this poor woman, his wife, wants to do is simply not live in his filth. Yeah. With, as, as like staring her in the face every morning when she wakes up, every night when she goes to bed, she has to stare at this pile of filth. Yeah. Listen. That's not fair. I thought it was funny the way that he wrote it, but. It's it's also like, you know, everything up, else up to that point, I'm like, okay, I get it. But when he does that, I'm like, you're using this cat as a way that you don't have to clean your shit up. You know? And I took that writing style as an attempt to be cute and evoke yes. and, and, and get like internet people on his side because he thought that, yeah. that he, he was trying to write to an audience he thinks exists out there that's going to root for him in this. Yeah. And you He's saw wrong. right through it. You're like, no. Nah. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I no, saw no. That, was written by, that was written by GPT-4. Kitties love dirty clothes. I'm like, that's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. No, kitties love all things soft, not just dirty clothes. I've I've been around cats my whole life. You know what cats like? A warm place. (laughs) That's what they like. They like it where it's warm. Some are are bush dwellers. Some are tree dwellers. So some of them like it up high. Some of them like it down low. But most of them all love the sun. And yeah, if your clothes are there and they're soft, they're going to lay in them. I remember getting... uh, uh, um, 
towels out of the dryer. And one of my cats would come over and sit down like, are you going to put one of those down for me? And I would be like, okay, I'd fold it and put it down. She'd get up on it. And she'd be like, oh, yeah. And she'd lay on the towel. We'd be like, this is a towel for taco. You know, she loved it. She loved that stuff. But also cats loved the back of our couch. They would leave a little kitty cat indention in there and it would be covered in fur because they would be in front of the window and that's where they got cozy. So whatever, man, don't use this as an excuse. Don't use your cat as an excuse not to clean up your mess, man. That's fucked up. I'm with you. This guy is the asshole for doing this for sure. Yeah. The more I listened to the story, the more enraged I I became. And Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Now I would be curious. What was, did did you, did you peek what the Reddit consensus was? Uh, There's no consensus as of yet. This is a relatively new one. So it's, it's only been up for 11 hours and it was written by bot, bot, what coverated. I don't know. B O T W T O K O V E R R A T. So something about overrated. Bot Watokot overrated. I don't know. Anyway. Um, Sokotoa. Sokotoa. Toa. Fuck you, buddy. Roy G. Biv. Roy G. Biv. You heard it here. Um, so, yeah, he's the asshole. Um, better luck next time. I'm willing to bet that most of the time those posts just get deleted because. They don't hit the specific specifications for am I the asshole sort of situation, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Some of those are always funny where it's like, you see, like, am I the asshole? Well, first of all, some of these are super fucking serious, and I'm like, I don't ever want to weigh in on this shit. Like, I'm here for some, some of them levity. Are super fucking contrived. Yes. Too. Yeah. One of them this I one saw. It was- feel so contrived. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. It's just too stupid. <laughs> it's too stupid. It's just too stupid. Um, That's a real that some couple is having i guarantee you yeah absolutely and that's why they came to reddit of all places to uh you know mm-hmm. help and them I figure you, out i bet you said i bet he's the kind of he's like honey i'm gonna put this up on reddit okay and, and this will be we'll figure he's, out who's right or wrong reddit will tell us you know and he he knows in his heart of heart he thinks he believes fully that reddit's gonna back him up here yeah he's like it's the internet internet loves cats if i appeal to the cat crowd on the internet i win and then yeah. I can get her to back off once I show her the overwhelming internet support. Because I've seen that too in this in that sub. Yeah. Where people will take the internet consensus that is given to them and they go present that to the other party and say, see, look, yeah. the internet has agreed with me, yeah. honey. And then you get the update where it's like, okay, so I move out next Thursday. <laughs> yeah, because like I'll give a fuck what the internet says. I don't like this situation. Either we fix it or we're done. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like I'm not going to listen to a gaggle of internet idiots. Exactly. Amen, brother. Amen. Well, that was Ask Practical Doug. Thank you, Seth, for weighing in on that. I'm glad I got you hot and bothered with that one. You you were, you were, came in hot, and that makes me very happy. So, congratulations. i happy to do so. Um, <laughs> because me and Practical Doug, we, we, we've always gotten along. Yeah, we get along pretty well, for the most yeah, part. We, yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about recommendations. Um what do you got to recommend this week, Seth? Anything anything in particular? Well, all right. I'm going to go ahead and recommend it, even though I don't think I can full my, put my full throat behind it. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say, I think Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be something that's worth everybody's time. <laughs> that's, that's a bold statement, man. <laughs> um, I have you to thank for getting me into Divinity 2. Oh, which awesome. Said, which is by Larian, who's, yes. producing, who's made this game. Um. It's you know been in development for quite a while. It's been in open access for 
over three for about three years now. Yep. And everything about it looks like they've actually like they give a shit like they're doing a good job and it's not going to fall flat on its face yeah and it's going to be a good game and if it's anything like divinity if it's divinity with even more D stuff set in the forgotten realms with all that i, I don't see how i don't play this game for 90 plus hours which yeah. is to me that's a massive win yeah um so i'm definitely i'm all on board i, I, I i'm 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 riding the train now. August 3rd is when that drops. Um, the one thing that I can say without a doubt that I will recommend in that same vein is um, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. If you haven't played that game yet, if you have any, like that is such a fantastic fucking game. Um, I, I love that game to bits. I've played it so much. I've played it with my daughter. I, it's, it's a, it's a fantastic game. Doug, I know you've never really played the Zelda games and I, I, it's a mystery to me that you haven't. That's not true. I've played old Zelda games, old, so old school stuff, and I love and I love those, and I love this. I love I have missed out. Like Nintendo has not been a huge part of my life for a while, so I I lost track of Nintendo through N sixty four and on. Like I just wasn't into it. So to be like, here's this new thing. I'm like, eh, I haven't played it in a while, and I'm like, I like the old stuff, but you know, I don't know. I might get it for Nat. Just be like, here you go, go have fun, you know? I mean, I'll tell you, even if she's not into the combat stuff, I know both of my girls. Like the older one, she's she does it all. She does yeah. everything. Um, but when she was first got started, back when she was like five years old with the original Zelda, uh, yeah. with, with Breath of the Wild, all she would do, she stayed at one stable, she collected bugs, she collected fruits and vegetables, and she collected horses. That's awesome. And she did that for like six months and was so pleased and happy and she would show me every new horse she went and caught that's awesome um so th- the game appeals to everybody and then eventually she like broadened out and got into combat and then ended up beating ganon before i did because i can never stop doing side quests and- that's awesome good for her for being focused because i'm the same way for those of you who don't know Baldur's gate 3 is based in the D world and i bought it like early on when they released it because i was so balls deep into um, D&D that I was like oh yeah this is going to feed my D&D addiction but it was so early access and it was full of bugs as is it was three years ago the last time I played it was three years ago I was like this is not playable and not enjoyable um, so I haven't touched it since so now that's about to be released I'm super excited because Divinity Original Sin 2 is one of my favorite games of all time and I also wasn't aware this was going to have multiplayer so I'm super pumped about that and I'd love to work out a way that Seth and I can play and possibly stream um you know some of our adventures i'm not gonna say we're gonna do it just on stream because let's face it seth you and i we're not we can't do that like we, we can't, can't we're, we're not gonna be like all right once a week just yeah. like regular D, you know it's maybe, like no maybe we'll have like a a save file that's just for the stream but yeah. let's be fair no. yeah let's be honest we know what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna be playing this thing like crazy so um great suggestion great recommendation i look forward to that uh so that'll be coming out next week i would like to recommend a video game as well. Day of the Diver. I fucking love this game, man. It's fantastic. It's kind of like a 16-bit looking design game where you're a guy named Dave and you dive to get fish. Um, and the fish that you catch during the day, you then serve up at a sushi restaurant at night. And it is so much fun. It is so much fun. There's actually a story involved with it. And I have so much fun catching fish and going the sushi part's my favorite because you set your menu for the night 
and you try to make money, but there's also like little mini games you do while you're serving stuff, and you can hire people to like help you do that. And I don't know, man, you unlock different things, you boost your equipment so you can dive down deeper, you have more oxygen, uh, you get like harpoons and guns and shit like that. It's really, really cool. I, I really, really enjoy it. I've streamed it the last two Fridays. So if you kind of want to see what the game looks like and you know yeah. what I've been doing in it, I saw go you check doing it out. That while I was away on vacation. Yeah, fucking love it, and it's so much fun. It's super enjoyable, and it's it's like a game that's like maybe twenty bucks. I think I think I got like it on sale. Like yeah, like a slice of life sim, mm-hmm. kind of like it's got. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a hit. Yeah, it's very, very cool. And I get lost in the sauce and that too much. I'll dive down like, all right, I've got these side missions. And I'm like, ooh, what's this over here? Ooh, what's this over there? Ooh, there's a shark. Ooh, let's get this. And I just constantly am like spending so much time. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> it's very, very fun. So it's and it's gotten like rave reviews. I think people love that game and it's it's very fun. So highly recommend it. Dave the Diver, check it out. All right, gang. Well, thanks for hanging out with us uh, for this episode. I forgot to mention that the reason why Justin isn't here is because it's his birthday and he's celebrating down in Mexico with his wife. So, Justin, happy, happy, happy birthday, buddy. And uh, I hope you're having fun down there and enjoying yourself. You deserve it. You've earned it. And I love you, buddy. And he'll be back next week with a special guest joining us for next week. So... I'm very excited. A special guest. A He's special bringing someone guest. back with him? Or? He's not bringing someone back. We've got oh. someone that's going to be joining uh, for next week, which is going to be pretty, pretty cool. So, it's Tom with, Hanks, isn't it? It's Tom Hanks. With, uh, with that being said, check us out on all our social media at MindGapPodcast. Uh, check the link in the description down below for access to our Discord. Come be a part of the, the family. Uh, check out our Patreon link if you want to throw us some dough. Uh, check out our merch as well. And do us a huge favor if you're if you're here hanging out, hit the like button, and if you feel really inclined, hit the subscribe button. Those things are both free, and on our road to getting you know partnership with YouTube, that stuff counts towards our metrics. So leave us a comment too. That I just love hearing from people, so I respond to whatever people you know post. So it's just great to hear from y'all. You know whatever you got to say. So please do that. If you're listening to this on any audio platforms. Um, please uh, rate, review, and share us around. That's another big thing too. Like if you if you see a clip or you see an episode, and you have a friend or you have a group of people, you're like, hey, you should check this out. Please share it around because that's how we get out there and we get to meet more people and and have more fun stuff. So check out our channel, YouTube.com/slash/MindGapPodcast for all of our shorts, all of our individual segments, full episodes. Our episodes drop on YouTube uh, on Fridays, and the audio version is on Monday. So if you want to get in on this a little early on Friday and over the weekend, come check out our YouTube stuff. You also get to see us looking all hot and spicy and fine and all that sort of good stuff. So please do all those things. And Seth, uh, is there any place you'd like people to follow you by chance? And if not, that's fine. I just don't know. I mean, if you want to come pick a fight with me on the internet, you can do so at our Discord. Um, I probably won't engage too much, um, but otherwise... um, I can't even remember what the fuck my Twitter, Twitter handle. Don't find me on Twitter. I'm yeah. not there. Don't bother. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm only there for work. Yeah, there you go. So you know, just whisper in the SEO wind, and Seth will find you. He'll find yeah, go you. Go make a, go make a garbage site out of AI, and I'll come and criticize you. There you go. That's how it happens. Well, Seth, thank you so much for hanging out with me and and st- sitting in here as always. You're, you're a treasure. You're a hero, and and I appreciate the shit out of you, man. 
Thank you, Doug, for having me back. I treasure these moments to come in and, and have these conversations with you uh, and, and record them for posterity uh, as well. That's always important is to record for posterity. So, well, Seth, I will say thank you uh, to the listeners and the viewers. Uh, thank you. And you all have a wonderful and dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.